Welcome to the Living a Nordic Life podcast, where we explore a simpler, cozier and more intentional life the Nordic way. I'm Fiona McKinna, your Nordic Living Guide and founder of Living a Nordic Life, where I share all things Nordic living and show you that a Nordic life is the way to bring intentional calm and healthy habits into your own life, wherever you are in the world. Are you looking for ways to bring simplicity, coziness and calm into your life? Well, let me show you how. Visit the Living a Nordic Life website to explore how I can help you on your journey to simple, healthy and happy calm, the Nordic way. You can subscribe to the podcast right here. And if you want regular inspirational emails sent with love from Norway and straight to your inbox, don't forget to subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters. And so now let's dive into our episode. Hello and welcome to How to Do Winter Like a Norwegian. When we first moved to Norway full time, we were back and forth for several years because we had a house here and a house in England, but we were back and forth. But when we first moved to Norway full time, it was the end of the summer, I guess. And we transitioned quite easily from summer into autumn, which can be quite gentle, the beginning of autumn here in the Nordics, then into winter. And although we'd been back and forth and I knew what a Norwegian winter was like, it was a huge shock to be here for months without being able to leave permanently and to stay here because the kids were at school. And it was so different from um, winter in southwest England, which was warm. We still had flowers. We have palm trees there. It's subtropical in places. And we rarely get anything below zero and we certainly don't get any snow. If you get snow, then that's once in a decade, probably. And even then it's enough that you could you could almost blow it away. But here it's six months of the year easily. And we get to a point in April where we think the snow is going to go. And I foolishly always do this. I haven't done it this year, actually, but usually I go and plant my plants outside like my courgettes and the slightly tender things thinking everything's going to be great, and then we get snow a week later. 10th of May on one occasion, I kid you not, and it killed everything, so I had to start again. But I hated it, and it seemed to go on forever. Months, six months at a time, you know, that's it's too long for winter, if you aren't going to find some way to enjoy it. And I knew that we would be here for a long time, we weren't just going to leave. And I had to find a way to enjoy winter. And there is a beauty in winter, if you look for it. So I made a conscious effort to look for the things that other people enjoyed in winter. I lived as Nordically as I possibly could. I embraced all those things and I looked for the beauty in it and we got outside, which is really important. But not long after doing this, maybe a couple of years later, I suddenly realised that there were a lot of other people in the world who hated winter as well. For whatever reason, maybe it was physical or mental or emotional they just preferred summer or autumn. And I really wanted to share my own experiences. So I wrote a blog post about it. And then I had so much feedback on that, that I actually put together a little course for people. And I'm going to put the link for this. This is not anything, I'm not trying to be salesy here. But if you want to do that, then I'm going to put a link at the bottom of the podcast so that you can have a look at it. But right now I want to talk to you about how we can do winter like a Norwegian and give you a few little tips to get you started, to get you out 
You don't need to stay inside for the whole winter. And sometimes we just need a little bit of a push to enjoy it. Many people begin to feel the effects of the long winter months, after Christmas really. And I want to offer you a little bit of inspiration to power you through those last few weeks of winter. Before the flowers appear and before that promise of spring is on the horizon. The moment that the snow falls in Norway, everyone is outside. They're soaking up the reflected sun off the snow and making the most of the activities that are free in the winter months. Things like skiing. Um, Cross-country skiing is, we can do that everywhere. There are cross-country ski tracks all over the place. Ice skating on frozen lakes. Although I urge you not to do that unless you're absolutely sure that the ice is the right depth. And just generally being outside, tobogganing, hiking all over the place because everything is frozen so you can walk everywhere. But let me share with you some ways that you can make the most of winter. You might not have all those things. Start by getting excited about the start of winter. This is really important. We need to start doing this in the autumn. We don't do it when we're feeling fed up. We start to get excited straight away. And we get excited about those special moments that are part of winter, like the amazing crystal clear light. It's not the same as summer, it's not hazy. It's sharp and it's wonderful for photography. And those lovely crisp mornings. You know the sort of morning, it doesn't, you don't have to have snow and ice. But you just open the front door and you stand out and you have that lovely, crisp, fresh air. Winter is a perfect time to really enjoy the concept of hugger. I know a lot of people try to do it in the summer and I see a lot of questions on social media like, how do we bring some summer hugger? We do do it here. We have things like midsummer celebrations and we're outside a lot of the time. But winter is that time when it feels easy to do, doesn't it? We can make the most of warm blankets, roaring fires, hot chocolate. You don't need an excuse for that, do we? And they're all best friends with the winter months. They don't fit quite so well with the summer, do they? So make that opportunity to have those things in your life. You can expand your culinary repertoire with some warming winter dishes. I start this in the autumn, actually, and I start looking for these things in the autumn. But for me, things like casseroles, and what we call a casserole in Europe, which is a stew, they always speak of winter. And why not include some seasonal produce in your menu? Things like root vegetables and game, if you eat meat, are a case in point. Seasonal food is always so much cheaper and so much fresher. And you'll be helping your wallet as well as the environment. Of course, Norwegian supermarkets stock the exotic produce, naturally. But there's always a strong emphasis on seasonal food. You know this, don't you? Because I talk about this a lot. And we even have special days to celebrate particular foods that are ideal for that time of year. And it's nearly always root vegetables, things that have just been harvested and store well over the winter months. There's something about them that's warming and comforting, isn't there? Try doing some new sports. Try doing some winter sports if you have that opportunity. And if you already take part in winter sports, I'm probably preaching to the choir here. But for those who don't, it's a really great chance to try out a new sport because we can't do these things in the summer. Almost every Norwegian and Swede does a winter sport of some kind or another. It's fun to try new activities and there are winter activities that can suit everyone. I don't like skiing, for example. I've never liked it. 
I've tried skiing and I learned to ski in a ski resort when I was um, working in a chalet in the Alps. Um, I learned to ski in Val d'Isere and it was very difficult to learn to ski there because the nursery slope was straight off the black run. Can you believe that? And you'd have all these people come powering past you. And it really put me off. But I do love to ice skate. And I love to do wild ice skating, where we can ice skate on lakes here when they're frozen and it's deep enough. Throw another log on the fire. Why not? Come on, let's do that. If you have fires, Norwegians have fires. We have them inside and out. And we can use them all through the winter. It's brilliant. Most people have wood-burning stoves here. Even when houses have central heating. And there's a comfort in those orange flames. But fires are not entirely confined to indoors. Campfires are really popular in the winter. And so many outdoor spaces have bowl panner, which is like a tripod, metal tripod barbecue with a um, metal bowl hanging from it that you put the wood in. And then it has a grill that goes over the top and you can put your food on there. Or you can just light it to warm things up, to warm yourself up, to give that warm glow. And these things are public, so we might light it and then when we've had enough if somebody else comes along they take over. And it can be going all day and in the winter it's less likely to start a forest fire because we have so much snow. And people just put a log on and then they might move on. And it's really welcoming for everybody and we love it. After a few hours of tobogganing or skiing it's really welcoming to warm your hands around one of these things. But it's psychological as well isn't it? It raises our mood. Get outside. We do this every day here. We do this every day, even in the winter. And you mustn't let winter weather keep you inside. Everybody in the Nordics knows that getting outside is the best thing for our mental health. You need that sunlight, you need daylight, you need to have things around you that isn't just the confines of your home. When it's cold, it's really tempting to stay inside. But even 20 minutes of sunlight can improve your mood considerably. And it might raise your vitamin D level just a little, I think we have to be below a certain line of latitude for it to work from December to March, actually. But even just a little bit is going to be beneficial, isn't it? And the most important thing that everybody in the Nordics knows, and I'm sure you probably know yourself, is dress for the weather. If you don't wear the right outfit, you are not going to be comfortable. You're going to hate it. You're going to be cold. You're going to be wet. So this is not a time for your hyper fashion, shall we say. Put on the things that are comfortable so that you're going to enjoy yourself. High heel boots are probably not the best thing if there's snow and ice. Put on something warm and comfortable with a fleecy lining. A couple of pairs of socks. Get those woolen mittens out. They're going to keep you really warm. And wear a scarf and a hat. And waterproofs. Even if it's not raining. If there's a bit of a wind... Waterproof layer is brilliant at keeping the wind out and it will keep you really warm. So I hope these things have given you some ideas to get outside and given you some inspiration and some enthusiasm to enjoy the winter. Go and get yourself prepared now while you've got the chance. Don't leave it until you really don't want to go outside. And look around for the things that you can enjoy over the winter. The things that winter only provides. Things like the beautiful light. The darker nights when you can look at the stars and all of these wonderful things that you only get in the winter and make the most of it. Don't stay inside, please. Get outside and make the most of winter like you're a Norwegian. And I'll see you in the next episode.
If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters so you can get an email when I release a new episode. It's a quick and easy way to keep up with all things Nordic living. Please visit livingandnordiclife.com. You can listen to Living a Nordic Life on lots of podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and plenty of others. If you've enjoyed the Living a Nordic Life podcast, why not leave me a rating? So that's the end of Living a Nordic Life for today, and I look forward to seeing you next time.